Welcome to another episode of Afro 387, your favorite podcast. We are back again for another discussion. Joining me for today, as usual, as always, Wavy F Baby, my very abled co-host, is here for us to have a great episode yet again. Wavy, what's good? Yo, I'm doing great. It's been it's been a minute and we are back for good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for today's episode, we are having a, a bit of discussions on what has gone on in the country uh, where politics and democracy is concerned. Now, um, first topic for today would be the Occupy Julobi House. Now, hats off to the people who came up with that name because I think it's, it's very creative. <laughs> yeah it, it it's very creative i would not in a million years think of it like such such a heading or a title for a demonstration it's it's very uh genius of them yeah so mm-hmm. um on 21st of september which happened to be in Koma's birthday uh was the first protest or the first demonstration organized by the democracy hub uh, they, they are the same people who pioneered the Fix the Country demonstration. So, yeah, Ghana is in a deplorable state, as we all know it. Things are, or prices of things are high, and people are suffering, like people are feeling the heat. So, these group of persons decided to organize a protest, and people came on board, came out in their numbers, and it was for a three-day it was a three-day demonstration. So it began on 21st and ended on the 23rd. Now, a lot of things ensued or transpired within that period or that time frame. And the, the demonstration, I think, was not, uh, was not unsuccessful, if you ask me, despite the up and downs and the agitation and... Uh, what transpired, I mean, 50 people ended up being arrested. One of those people were Bridget O2, who happens to be a journalist. So journalists, both local and international journalists, were arrested for all because of this, this, this protest that occurred. So, um, Wavy, I just want to know your take on the whole protest. Um, <clears throat> so, me... For one, I, I really didn't know what was happening. I really didn't know what was happening. So for me, uh, I'll say, first of all, I'll say shout-outs to uh, Kojo Sheldon and his channel. So um, even people in Ghana didn't seem to know what was happening. And some that did seem to know didn't care, you know? So um, for me, I learned about it, I think, on the second day of it. And that is, by the time I learned about it, people have been arrested and whatnot. And uh, initially I was confused about um, the, the, basically the motive behind the whole thing. So later I was through, like I said, Sheldon's channel, I got to know that, okay, this was happening, this is the motive, this is what, this is what, this is what. and honestly, uh, the people are going through a lot, honestly, people are going through a lot and it's sad. First of all, it's sad that it's come to this and um, people feel this way 
especially when we are nearing elections and the same parties, uh, I mean, the same party seems to want to also like extend beyond just the eight years and all this is going on. And for me, I, I was wondering, like, did they have the permission to do this demonstration? Because I want to know the reason behind the arrest of the people that uh, the, the protesters who are arrested, including a journalist, international and both local. I want to know, like, did they have, because I know that it's a peaceful uh, demonstration, but I think you you need to have, um, I think you need to have some sort of permission or something to be able to do that. So I want to know whether they had that. That's, that, that's, that's the question I have. So do you, do you know that? You want to know the reason for which uh, the journalists were arrested? No, I want to know whether they had like permission to, you know, you go through a process to get that permission to be able to perform, um, perform a, a what do you call it? demonstration, you know. So I want to know, did they have, did they have that? Um, I can't say on accurate uh, basis, but I believe I saw something in a flash that said they they were being denied of the demonstration or to demonstrate. I think I saw an official document somewhere, like in a flash. Okay, so I I think that's where the arrests stem from. Hmm, okay, I understand now. So honestly, um, yeah, you actually how I feel. I think um. Yeah, it was necessary. They had to take to the streets and then show show that, yeah, we were tired of how things were going and things were, I mean, just because people are not, maybe people are saying things on social media, but it doesn't get the attention of the people in government and the high power, the higher power. So they take into the streets and um, demonstrating and showing. It, it raises awareness on what's going on and, uh, how people generally feel about things because things have been uh, deteriorating for a, uh, quite a while now and it seems like everything is being said on social media and Trotro, like people are in Trotro and people are saying things but it seems like the government just seems to just uh, ignore it and just do anything so they taken to the street I think was very 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 important and I'm hearing that uh, the NDC as a as a party wants to also do their own demonstration on another day, but I mean just after this. But this one I think was very important. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm recalling what I saw in a. So you see, because of um, the recent uprising for uh, uproar in the. Uh, certain African countries where there are coups and all of that, the surgeons of coup. Mm. So they were denied on that basis that, yes, you want to demonstrate, but uh, people with ill intention or people who have different agenda aside the general message you are trying to preach through your demonstration might take advantage of the demonstration and cause harm and havoc. So for that reason, they were denied. But I think they came out with a counter that regardless of they being denied, they were going to protest anyway. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's, that's what I remember. And now I understand the reason for the arrest. Yeah. 
Okay, but then again, arresting journalists, journalists are there to like cover what is happening. They are not necessarily the organizers. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't only journalists that were, um, it wasn't only the journalists that were arrested, right? There are yeah. people, uh, I mean, I think Spotlight is being turned on the journalists, but there were people that, uh, were in there that were not journalists that were also arrested. Um, I, I don't know the basis for the arrest. I saw this one video where uh, anybody that just seemed to have sort of uh, sort of a back and forth with the police would just be swooped and just grabbed, you know. So that's that's what I saw. And then they they seemed to be taking them into a place and then they were they were beating them or something. And it's it's so sad. It's it's so sad. So I don't know. Man. Well, I mean, regardless of whatever transpired, the denial and then the processes of, I think people are agitated. Like it, it's stressful, it's worrying not to know what tomorrow will be. Like you can even have a plan, have a budget and you wake up the next day and it's like, you, you are lost. You don't know where you are going. You go to the market with, hundred CDs intending to buy ABC and then you can only come out with one thing. Mm. Yeah, people with families, people taking care of other people are burdened because if you were earning thousand Ghana CDs and you could do ABC, you are still earning the same thousand CDs and you are still expected to do ABC, B, E, F, G, H. Okay, and people are doing whatever. It's like the president, when he came to power, said we should be citizens, not spectators. So these people are being citizens and not spectators because they could sit and cross their legs and act like, okay, after eight years, you'll be going. But then what damage would you have left behind? Or what name would, it, would you have made for yourself? I think the president started great, but somewhere down the line, I, do, I really don't know what happened. And uh. The fact that he, he even stopped addressing certain issues or speaking about the people's cry and their worry. It's like he doesn't care. You are the father of the nation. You are the first gentleman of the nation. So you should be concerned about the plight of your people. Mm. Or at least if you could come out and say something so I know people will make fun or people will say, okay, lies or, but at least let's, let's, let's know that you care, you are hearing us or you are doing something about something. Honestly, right now it's very difficult to uh, even appreciate the things that, like you said, he said that well, it's very difficult to appreciate some of the things in the beginning here because you start to wonder whether they were just, they were just to like get the second term and then do whatever they wanted to do. Just like you said, I think they started well, but I think um, they were thinking of how. I feel like they were looking at how to best serve their interest and then try and do something while before before exiting. And then it was like somewhere along the line, it didn't go as planned. I think COVID really gave them like COVID really unbalanced the scale for them and trying to. 
and balance trying to balance it again has never been easy for them because at any day you are trying to save your pockets at the same time save the people and already there's so much damage that has been done so now the country just seems to be borrowing 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 and we don't really see what they are doing because these people are just trying to line up and line up their pockets for the election that is coming you understand if you are trying to maintain that power you have to be lining up your pockets and it's it's sad right now just like you said, the the president should come out. This is a human rights uh, lawyer who has become a president. Yes, and then these things are going on. People are being tortured. People are being arrested for this thing. And you don't come out. Meanwhile, you are one person that led a demonstration so many years ago. And something like this is happening. And you want to say that you are like, you, you don't hear it. So, the you know, the small, the small, the small time, uh, MPP communicators and uh, the, you know, those small, small boys in there would come on the radio and try and ridicule the whole demonstration. I had one or two of them come on radio and try and come on radio on the TV, like they were called. And they were trying to ridicule the whole thing, like it's, it was an, sort of an NDC orchestrated thing. And it's not really like the people of the country that have problems. It's just the NDC backing something. And 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 in actual fact, from what I realized, the NDC was actually not part of it. The NDC, NDC tried to like stay away from it and then try and, like I said, do their own demonstration. So this shows you that it's not even about party. And some people, I think people were wore black to this thing. It wasn't even about party. This was really about how people felt. Um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there are so many portals on the Tema Highway and uh, so many accidents recently. And this was something that it was one big focus. Uh, it was one of the major reasons people took to the streets. And then you have a minister or an MP trying to ridicule the thing like, oh, uh, we are doing work on a part of the motorway. When that wasn't what, like, when that wasn't the concern, the, the major motorway had problems that needed to be fixed. So, um, yeah, they need to come out. President, vice president, need to come out and uh, uh, say something. But here we are. We have communicators coming out and saying just anything. You know? Communicators coming out and saying just anything just to serve party interests. But this is not about the party. This is not about the other party either. It's about the people because when you go past on the Temamoto way and something happens, it doesn't care about whether you are an NDC or an NPP, whether you, you did you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really give a damn about you. Then it's sad. It's sad. I saw this trending story of this lady, young, pretty lady who passed away from the, 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 the a supposed portal on the Tamamoto way. It's, it's really sad. Hmm. Uh, like, even if what these protesters are claiming is false. This is the true power and essence of a, de a democratic era. If we come and protest that, okay, government has not done A, B, C, D, name it. Are you mm. not supposed to come out and say, okay, probably we've done A, B, C, and here's the proof, or that is the proof. Maybe you've not heard about it, or like something, you, you get it, or acknowledge, you either acknowledge their grievances or direct their focus to something else that is also positive that you are doing that they might have not seen. 
like democracy should we should come out of this i don't know how to put it like this is what we want to do and this is what we want to do and nobody can tell you nothing and you 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 sit on the chair for the time that you are elected or you are in power and then you go another person comes and stuff like that how i i seriously i don't understand if i say i am the president of the people and the people are complaining the people are not happy the people are suffering how do you still get up each day and be okay and still wear that uniform and say i am the president of the people like it, it just doesn't make sense oh. and on the contrast or oh, far away in the uk that was uh, 29th on the 29th people marched on the streets uh, close to the Ghana High Commission in the UK to also demonstrate in support. So they were basically saying, we are not in Ghana. We have left Ghana, but we are in the UK. We still have family in Ghana. Probably at some point, we want to come back home. Ghana is still our country, is still our motherland. So we would also protest in support. And then you have another group of people across the street saying that these people are Somalians. They are not Ghanaians. They are lying. Ghana is good. Ghana is this. And the things they had on their placards, digitization, something, something, one district, one. And I'm like, really? When was the last time you visited Ghana? <laughs> because what the, some of the things they had on their placards were outrageous. Like I'm like, I'm here and I don't even know about it. And I don't know when this was done. Like, it just doesn't make sense. At least let them protest when they are done. The next day or another day, you come and counter and say, no, everything is good. But not on the same day that they, they were protesting. Then you come countering their protest. And it, it even saddens me that this happens in the UK. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. You know, it doesn't it doesn't really matter where it happens, whether it happened in Ghana or happened in the UK. The problem here is when they try and make it a party thing. So yeah, in the UK and in the in the America and even here in Japan, they have um party uh how do you call them? They have like party I don't know how they call them, like they, they have like sectors or something, sector something. Where, like, there's, oh, the MPP, something, something, of maybe North America. NDC, something, something, of North America, MPP. So, those people come together to, like, to, to, to counter the thing, you understand? But then, in the name of, oh, because the things that they are stating are the things that the MPP communicators, you would hear them say, too. Do you understand? The things that they are stating is the, are the same things you hear the MPP communicators and whatnot come out and say. So they are just basically uh, partisizing the thing, if I should say. But really, like I said, these are problems that face the ordinary Ghanaian, you understand? Food prices, fuel, um, roads, bad governance, so many things, so many problems. And you want to make it a party thing, you understand? 
So we should wait for the next party to come, realize that they cannot fix it or whatever before the before so so party A is in power, party A A followers think it's not a problem, party B thinks it's a problem. Okay, then the reverse happens. Party B is now in power. Party A now feels like these things are a problem. So they need to be spoken about now. And then uh, the ones, the followers of the party in power come and be like, it's not a problem. Like when you go to the market and you go and buy something that was originally for 5 CD and you are buying it now at like 18 CDs, they don't be like, are you party A or party B? You say party B, be like, oh, party B, yeah. your people are in power. So it's actually 5 CDs. And then you be like, oh, if you're in party A, you people, for you people, we sell it 18 cities. These are problems that affect the ordinary Ghanaian. So I don't see how people should joke with them. People should make them a political thing. Like, like these are times we all need to come together and then like rally behind. Not rally behind, like these are times we need to come together and achieve a common goal. Like I saw people trying to get the celebrities, the uh, musicians, you know, um, actors and all those people involved, especially those who are very, very uh, active on, on 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 Twitter, now known as X. I saw people trying to get them involved and I think it was I think it was a good thing to get them involved. Some of them came and were saying all sort of non <laughs> like non saying all sort of nonsense. Like if you don't want to get involved, don't get involved. Like but for so shout outs to all those who got involved because yeah, it's it's uh it's a problem that affects the ordinary guy. And that's okay. We don't care about which party is on, which party came, which party you know what I mean. So um yeah. We really need to and and the silence of even the so called um I mean the the so called people in the party that want to uh, go beyond the eight years. They want to take over the month of it. The silence of all those people actually do matter. And when the time comes, I hope they can pull their cards in their face, man. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Well, in in general, if your party did not fare well, it's... You are a reflection of your party. Like, we know your face. We know you by name. We know this is the party. So if the head did not do well, I don't think people would like even want to hear your name or see your face either. Because there are some people in the party that you, you would have thought, oh, I knew this person, this person was so, so and so and so, but it's not even speaking up. I get where it might come against you when you want to be re-elected into office or whatever. But, I mean, speak the truth. Speak up. If your party is doing something that is not right, say it. I think there, there was something... Baumea was asked a question also, and he was like, well, he's just following orders. He's, he's a vice president. He's doing what uh, the flag bearer wants. Really, if if that's the case, so now all the promises you are coming to make, we should believe you that they will, they will come to fruition. You are standing on the same ticket. That is what they don't get. You are standing on the same ticket to campaign, to be re-elected or elected into a position. So why don't you collectively make an effort to, even if you would want to squander some money, the masses should not have to suffer that much or bear the consequences that much. Uh. 
and now the thing is you can't you can't I think this thing that we've been saying, especially about the NPP, they try like this thing we've always been saying, like, oh, even if you actually I'm sorry for cutting you over, even if you spend the money, they they do something or try and do something. The truth is you can never really serve the people's interest and serve your interest at the same time. That's the truth, you know. And it shows like this current MPP government where they are at this point shows. Well, and in other matters in the MPP, now Alan Chomantin is out of MPP and has come up with his new party, Alpha Franto. Ghana will rise again. That, that's the name of the party? Yeah. That's a Alpha. butterfly. A, but, a butterfly in Chi. Oh, I didn't know that. I've heard yeah, it so many so, times. Okay. Mm. So... For me, I believe it's a waste of his time. I get he wants to be president. He wants to bring change. But I think it's a waste of his time and his money. Because Ghana, I don't think we are at a point where we would elect an independent candidate into power. Mm. Majority of the people are still split between MPP and NDC. And Mm. people are going to rally behind him support him just for the money and on the election day when they are counting their votes you hear Alan Jermantin or this party zero and then you hear the MPP the NDC the MPP the NDC that's the same thing that happened to Indo so I believe if, if there's any change he wants to do he should go ahead and implement those changes. I don't think anything stops him. If he wants to open a factory, if he wants to do this in his village somewhere or sponsor some kids to school or help some people start a business, he should just go ahead and do that. I think that is more a more positive change, a more direct, impactful change that is going to be felt. But going to form a political party, wanting to be president, I, I, I've I honestly don't think he should do that. Um, so, uh, hmm. you know, um, you see, it's, it's, he going out there to start his own party, um, you know, it's also based on track record, you know, like, what have you done that's really you think that we should have that confidence in you to rubbish the MPP, rubbish the NDC, and give you the power. Like, what really have you done? You understand? You had been in the Kufo government and you've been in there. I, you just, I don't know. I don't know. He just, I don't even know how he got popular. You understand? But have you done something and turned our sector around so well that we are like, yo, if we should give the power to this guy, we would be in the best shape. And I, I don't see it that way. And he's he's not young, you know. So I don't believe he can even go. He can even like um, run for 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 for. He can even run this time. And then if he loses, he he comes back bigger and better. I think it was a big mistake he made. If he was resigning from the party, just resign from the party and just sit back. But to resign from the party and think you can actually, honestly, I don't see how Ghanaians are ready to. To, to take an independent candidate serious. Maybe that's what we need, but 
I don't I don't even see him being the being the the one to actually change that honestly. Honestly. What 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 have you done really that has changed um, anything? The office he held was in close connection with the with the economy and international trade and what 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 really have they done over there that we can say say yo this man single-handedly turned things around even though things were like this and things were like this and now he's also out there saying oh i was acting on the orders of the president and the government like yo sit your ass down man sit your ass somewhere so he's actually 67 67. No, he's not, he's not yeah. that he's not that old, but honestly, even oh <laughs> come on, 67 is pension. I was oh, 67, not that old. 60, yeah, 67. Oh, 67 is not is not old, honestly. It's not old. 67 <laughs> is not old. <laughs> yeah. no, 67 is not yeah, it's, it's not that old, but honestly, um when I say 67 is not old, what I actually mean is that. I know he's not going to win the next elections, and like I was saying, if he's going, to, even if he's going to win the next three elections or the next two elections, how would how old will he be then? That's what I'm thinking. So 67, he's not so old, but by the time he would have had the confidence of the voters to actually like vote on him, and he would have shown a track record or a very good campaign message. And you know how Ghanaians are sometimes sympathetic when you lose a couple of elections and you're like, you know what, finally, let's just give it to him. By that time, how old would he be? So 67 is not is not is not old. But if you win, we are talking about like close to 80. And I don't I don't I don't see I don't see I think we need a younger leader, but then again, huh, the young ones too that are coming up are not are not really doing are not really doing the the, the, the best that they should, you know. Some of them are really, yeah, some of them are even worse than some of the 67 and 70 and 80 year old. You understand? Look at Ajua Safo, for example. Look at Ajua Safo. Bright, intelligent, beautiful lady. Look at what she did last year. Recently, a list of, um, um, I don't know whether that this was next on the things you're going to talk about, but recently, a list of scholarship students came out. Uh, people that were in government were honorables and people. MPs and whatnot, and lo and behold, her list is the, uh, her name is on that list, and is benefiting from seventeen thousand dollars, seventeen thousand dollars or seventeen thousand pounds scholarship. You see, there are people that cannot go to schools, even within the country, cannot further their education within the country, and it will cost, it will cost, a, it will cost. A, I mean, even half of that money can take so many people to schools in the country. And then this person takes this money and, and, and doesn't even it stays a whole year outside, doesn't even want to come back and come and, and come and work. His constituents are calling her to come back and come and work and she doesn't want to. <laughs> Yo. So sometimes even the younger ones are not even showing anything promising. You understand? It's, it's, it's very clear it's all for their benefits and nothing else. It's it's very sad. I don't know, man. Yeah, so to wrap up with Alan Chermantin, I anybody who knows him who has access to him should tell him he should go start some if he, if he truly has money. Okay, he should forget about being president, maybe not in this life, 
he probably would have been a good president. We don't know. But where Ghana is right now, if he truly does have money, he should establish businesses, employ people, okay? He will be doing good. People will be praying for him every day because he's helping put daily bread on their table. And he would also make profits from those businesses that he establishes. So going into politics, your former party, they are going to frustrate you in any way that they can. They are in power now. And it's very possible. It's very likely. Now, the people who claim to love you and support you are going to do so with their full chest. But mind you, on that day when they have to cast their votes, they will not cast it for you because they will feel they will be wasting their votes. So uh. please, please don't waste the money. Oh. You know, the fact that he, he resigned and still wants to be president and knows it's going to be difficult even should tell us that these people, like just like you are saying, what you are saying would be a better um, use of um, money, funds, resources to help people if you really if you really say you really want to help people, you understand? But then again, you realize that these people are not out here for our our um our gain honestly if he was he would have gone the route you are saying since he wants to also be president and also wants to uh, yo i'll leave it right here i'll leave it right here yeah so i guess today is an mpp thing i don't know <laughs> like you mentioned Adra Safo. so first of all she issued an apology or <laughs> yeah, an, an apology to the president and to the people of the MPP and to the yeah. people of her constituency for abandoning her role, her assignments and being away for a while and blah, blah, blah. And now she, she deeply regrets we should pardon her. her um, did, you, did, you, did you watch, did you watch the, the apology? Yeah, I, I watched the video for a bit. I didn't watch the full thing. She didn't really apologize to her constituents. She didn't. It was no. It was not the, the, not, not the one she was uh, sharing. The you got. No, the, yeah, no, no, not that one, not that one. Yeah, the first one that came like a, two weeks or a week ago. Mm. She 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 started off by uh, apologizing to. Uh, sorry. I don't know, but I apologize to the president, the all those people, and the MPP. Didn't apologize to their constituents. Didn't. It was an MPP apology, basically. As far as I remember. Yeah. So, mm. Okay. I think mm. I heard that somewhere, but regardless, <laughs> the value is the same. The value is the same in the sense that her apology in totality, we all know where it stems from. As to whether mm. it's genuine or not, it's very questionable. It's not. It's not even questionable. It's not. It's not. Then what is it? Oh, it's not. Like, if we need, we need, we need to be down, see, we need down. And you've been outside of the country for a whole year. 
the president and the uh, it got to a time parliament was begging her to come because they just needed one vote to settle the matter and do you remember yeah and that whole time she didn't want to come she was taking pay every single month Consistence of Dominic Kwabenya have been complaining about their roots and so many issues for so many years now. And you sit out there and you are doing TikTok videos. Like clearly, clearly you could you could tell that she didn't really give a damn anymore. You understand? And you want to tell me like what is your like see what now what 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 are you apologizing for? There's a difference between somebody that knows what they were doing and somebody that made a mistake. You understand? This is clearly somebody that was knew what they were doing. And we're just tired of the position. But now election is just around the corner, and all of a sudden now she's out here um sharing yogurt and fun ice. And are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That it shows you that it's very, very well planned. I'm sure it was as a planned thing, like okay, you can't just come and be sharing this yogurt, you have to start from somewhere. So let's first put this apology out. Next week would be this program you come through, and then you build a case because a year from now. You know, Ghanaians, they would have probably forgotten about it. But honestly, I feel like they should really punish her. Those things that she's sharing, they should take them. I'm sure she'll probably do more this time to win the hearts of people. That's giving more money out. I think they should take these things and really punish her. And when they do punish her, you see the things that she'll come out and see. And that's when you realize that she never, ever meant any of this apology from the word go. Well. Like I was saying, uh, her apology, I think it, it came rather too late because you were given a chance, you were reached out to. Now, mind you, <laughs> Kennedy, Japan is her baby daddy. They have two kids together. And this man is also competing for flag bearership. Now, the MPP basically is now a family and friends affair. Mm. So that that bit too is like, okay, I have kids with this person. Definitely you have some control over him in a way or you can even get a higher portfolio when he wins the contest over Baumia. Mm. And then yes, again, even if that doesn't happen, okay, we are entering into an election year so yeah i need i need to still be on government payroll so let me come and show my face and apologize uh, <laughs> it's sad okay it's she's the last person i would expect i mean you're a lawyer you are educated your father is not just somebody who doesn't have anything. Your father has a name for himself. So if such people also come into power and they are negligent, they are careless, they act recklessly, it's questionable. And then you give power to somebody who came from a poverty-stricken home and also comes and because of greed and exposure... I don't know where we are going from here and whether we have, whether anything better can come. <laughs> it's scary, but it's a truth. Because now you, you can't really, you would think that this person has the best of intentions and the person comes and proves to you otherwise. 
I mean, it's one thing for the president to be doing all that he's doing, but for you as a member of parliament to also be this careless, this reckless. I I have no words. <laughs> it's a joke. It's like Ghana is just a comedy hub where anybody and everybody gets up and just does what they want to do and there's no accountability or no no judgment whatsoever. Like pardon me, but it's a shit show. It's like concert party. Like, normally, I would, say, normally I would say let's see how things go and let's see where we go from here. But it's like none of the none of the candidates um from both parties seem to have any proper solutions, honestly. Like they don't seem to be the answer to the problem, honestly, because the same party comes in. They are going to just continue the same nonsense. The other party comes in is going to blame the other party for messing things up for a couple of years now, and uh, going to say that oh our hands are tied, like we couldn't do, we can't do much because things have been already messed up. You knew things were already messed up, and you promised us a whole load of things that you were going to do. I mean, are these people serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I I don't know, um, because you are supposed to leave office better than you found it. Now, in this case, I'm even afraid for the discoveries that will be made after these people leave office. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what we already depends on who comes to power. They will definitely. They definitely. I mean. We have never broken the eight as a country, so let's keep it at that. <laughs> Let, let's I mean, keep it Nigeria, at that. Nigeria to make seem to have made it possible. So I, I, I would say, like, oh say, come on, let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Let me say this. I'm just saying oh. this. Like, don't be surprised if it happens. I'm not for it, but don't be surprised if it happens. That's what well, that's what I'm. If it happens, then we then we know what happened. <laughs> if it happens, then we know what happened. We can't say. It, I mean, we, we, I'm not we even thinking about. It. I'm not even thinking about what happened or how it happened. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. I actually hope it doesn't, but I won't be surprised if it does. Well, yeah. I guess of course when we get there, um, nothing much we can do. Can I don't know. I don't know, you know how sometimes you feel like, oh, the voter has the power, but then you get to there, you are come to vote, and none of them seem to be promising in any ways. Like, <laughs> you I mean, the we, can, we can only keep keep trying, trying, changing, trying, changing, but at the end so of the you day... Should, you should give it to the next party, now. Yeah, I mean, do we have a choice? Because it's never going to go to an independent candidate. But then the next party, the next party's candidate also had a. At at that time, was a bad track record. But comparing this record to it, this is a horrible track record. That uh, it makes that one, that one even look better. So going exactly. to give it back to that so, one, 
No, no, but get, 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 get uh, 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 you see, things are way worse than he left. So he coming back, it's like how things were before he, as you brought, or he left office, things are way worse. And at this time when things were even a little better, we said he was, he was incompetent. So do you think this is going to be better? Like, like I, I just, I just want to see all of them just go away. I just want to see fresh faces. That is all I want at this point because none of them, honestly, none of them. Yeah, I, I think that regardless of whoever comes into power, okay, they can't fix all our problems overnight. Okay, some people are going to feel the impact of their change more than others. It's a known fact. The thing is, yes, he would be returning to power when things are worse. But at least if he even sustains it and it doesn't get worse, he has done well. Yeah, yeah, he he would have done well if he's able to sustain and maintain and things don't deteriorate any further. He would have done well. I see. The marking standard, the, the, the standard of grading has come down there. Eh? No, you, you, you get it. Because if he's able to maintain it and it doesn't get worse, then it means that whoever comes next also has something to do. I mean, but if it keeps getting worse and worse and worse, Abba, hey, go from the class. I, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I 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 don't, like they came and blamed. <laughs> well, so whether whoever comes, I guess we still have some time to see. We don't know who would surface to compete with uh, MPP and NDC as of now. We know Alan Sherman is on the way. We don't know how. Whether EC will even allow him to stand or whatever, I don't know. So and uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenny Japan is saying that when he when he comes, he's going to he's going to have um, all um, university graduates go for a six month um, training because of uh, in order for them to be disciplined. Coming from the most indisciplined <laughs> candidate, I he's I don't know he's one person I don't even want to. I mean, people oh. are all the youth. The the youth are all for him, and I have people who are like saying that he's the person Ghana needs, and I don't know no, if they have really for, for, they they have forgotten. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know him as well or as much as uh, these people or his supporters are chanting his name. But the little I know is somebody who. In himself, does not uh, he's not law abiding or law conforming because mm, mm. at the time where Adjoa Safu was also absent from parliament, he also was absent from parliament and he talks and disses and threatens. And I don't know if he is who we need. People are of the view that okay, he has several businesses, he has employed so many people, so for that reason. He he deserves the a chance. I mean, they could be right and they could be wrong, but 
It doesn't. I think I, one of I the problems we can make for ourselves is putting somebody who's a businessman there. You know, these people are just going to just expand their businesses. You know, just get contracts for their businesses. This is that's what that, I feel like. That well, was Donald, Donald Trump became a president. So <laughs> Donald Trump became a president, even if it, it was for one term, he became a president. <sighs> That's Donald Trump, and and Donald Trump, he, he came with his issues, and then Donald Trump also came with his issues, and a lot of them too. But if you he, compare and contrast, he's almost like the characteristics of he and Kennedy. Like they talk, they act, they well, kind of yeah. yeah. Well, so I don't know if America could let Donald Trump into the White House. Hey, Ghana probably could want a savior so badly that they would let Kennedy into the Flagstaff or Jubilee or whatever. Normally, I would say, let's see, but it's, it's very difficult for me to say it right now. Yeah, but then that's all we can do. Let's see. <laughs> we are going to see when it all falls. We will see it. There's not much we can do. Huh. There really isn't much we can do. So let's see how it goes. Let's see how it plays out. Yeah. Okay. I guess this is the end of today's episode. I guess it is. Yeah. We gave you all a showdown. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for following the link and sharing the link until next week if you do listen to us on apple Podcasts, do not forget to leave a rate and a review and whatever you think about today's discussion if you have or know somebody who is fit enough to be president and you know their track record so well and you know what they can do just name drop it let's see let's verify let's check if we can start hashtagging and letting this person trend or whatever like, let us know what you think. Is, is Ghana ready to elect an independent candidate into office? Are we still stuck on the MPP and the NDC? Do you think the MPP are going to bring the eight? Or do you think NDC is going to come? Let, let's just know what you think. Don't be a spectator. Be a citizen. Okay? Okay. So, yeah, until next week, people. Stay safe, be good. We love you, Wavy. Have a great week. You too, Debs. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.